0: Welcome to Not The Way I Planned. I'm Carly Cash, and if you've ever found yourself thinking, this is not the way I thought my life would turn out, you've come to the right place. Each week we'll have inspiring interviews, plus tips and tricks to living your best life, even if it's not the life you planned. My guests today are Lisa and Sarah Patterson. And I first met Sarah through a very cool program called Idaho Miss Amazing. And I have to say I was a judge the year that that you won the pageant. So I have to pat myself on the back because I voted for you. And you went on to win a national title. How cool is that?
1: Well, that's right. (laughs) You got it
0: good. Yeah, I got it good. I did. So, Lisa, I wanted to start off with... When you found out that Sarah had Down syndrome, did you? was this a surprise to you or did you know before she was born?
2: Um, it was a total surprise. Um, we had one child already um, and he was, um, when Sarah was born, he was like a little over a year. So no, we, we did not have a diagnosis. And so Sarah was a big surprise when she was born to us.
0: <laughs> Very cool. Did you know anything about Down syndrome at that time, or did you have a lot of learning to do?
2: We had—I I personally had a lot of learning to do. Um, my husband um, had a really good friend of the family. Um, she had a nephew that was that was living at home that had Down syndrome. So Steve had. Some experience with that. Um, I uh, did not. Ironically, we at the time, we did have some neighbors, but we were new to the neighborhood that had a, a daughter, um, probably in middle school, that was born with Down syndrome. So, um, but yeah, had definitely a lot of learning to do. Along the way, yeah. Sarah,
0: what was it like for you growing up? Because you're such a positive, outgoing person, which I love, but. What was it like for you growing up? Have you have you always been super positive?
1: Oh yes. Because I am the one who, who is like super um positive and outgoing and just to have to, just to have courage.
0: You've always had that from from the very beginning. Do you think your mom was a big part of that? Did she always encourage you and
1: Oh yes. Y- you know, she is a good mother and she looks like of herself and she has gained a lot of confidence up in herself and um, she's a good person for me is to live is to live with and um, even even though I have beautiful uh, family like that and um, it just makes me feel special. And that's the way I
0: am. You have a lot of support around you. Your mom passes on that confidence and it's just made you Mm -hmm. a person that inspires a lot of people. And I could see that when, when I was judging the Idaho Miss Amazing program, which if you're not familiar with that program, it is a pageant for women and girls that have different disabilities and it gives them the opportunity to participate in a pageant and to shine on stage and, to practice their speaking skills show off talents and it, it's just a really really cool program tell me a little bit about that experience for you at Idaho Miss Amazing what was your favorite part
1: well my favorite well my favorite part about Miss Amazing that I get to do my talent on stage
0: and, and what was that
1: Actually, I, I want to tell you one thing. The stage for me, it is, it is my home because, because everybody can cheer for me and then vote for me, and that's the way I am because the big stage like that, I can live I can live uh, throughout all my good dreams just like American Idol has taught me so much um, experience about this.
0: You know that the stage makes most people very nervous. Even I get super nervous on stage and I talk for a living, but it makes me it makes me nervous. So I think it's really cool that you feel like the stage is home for you and you can be comfortable Mm -hmm. showing off your talents. You often on social media, Sarah, Mm -hmm. you will call down syndrome up syndrome, where you'll say there's nothing down about it. What does that mean to you?
1: Well, having the up syndrome is having a good energy and be happy, and I chose to be happy because this is a part of me who I like to agree with, Mm -hmm. but it's good when you feel happy. When you wake up in the morning, just be happy with it, and have courage, and be kind, like Cinderella has always taught me. Mm
0: -hmm. Sarah, do you ever get down? Do you ever have days where you're like, ugh? Today's well, just not a good day.
1: Well, sometimes, but I just don't feel it.
0: You move past it. You can just push through it, and yep,
1: I go, I go through it, and just be happy with it. The way, the way that you are, and the way you look tonight—that makes you feel special.
2: I think one thing um, that I really admire about Sarah is. Um, She's told me before, because I've asked her this, you know, do you ever feel, um, sad, you know, or angry? And yes, she does have all those feelings just like everybody else. Sure. But in the morning, she says she makes a conscious effort every morning when she wakes up, she says, she tells her brain that, you know, she's going to have, she's going to be happy. And I really admire that because it is a conscious choice for her, um, you know, we're not all happy in life, but she really works at it. I think uh, we've also talked about that when she when she's happy and kind to other people, they treat her back in what way? Happiness. They're kind to her, and she gets positive vibes from that. So she really makes it a point to live her life like that.
0: Yeah. Starting the day, telling yourself to be positive each and every day, which is such an incredible message for all of us I mean because think about it if every single one of us thought like you did Sarah and we started every day off saying today is going to be a great day nothing's going to stop me I'm going to have a positive attitude if we could all do that I think the world would be a much better place so I think it's awesome that you have that kind of power in your mind and you can achieve that
1: positivity yes I have lots of power in me and that's how I feel inside of my, of my good heart. But that's the part of me, and that's what I agree with, you know?
0: Have you ever had to deal with bullies in your life or anything that's been tough oh, that no. way? no. Never.
1: I've never been bullied the rest of my life.
0: That's so, so wonderful. Because kids are are mean. I have two kids. that One's in junior high, and kids will pick on other kids for the silliest little things. In fact, my son, Boston, is on the autism spectrum and he goes to school and kids will mm-hmm. tease him about the way he talks or just different quirky little things that he says and And so I think it's great that people have supported you and rallied around you. You
1: know, Carly, I, I think I know one thing, how that we can stop the bullying because I got chosen to be Miss Global Awareness uh, Ambassador, and I'm trying to to do the right thing because bullying is not that good at all. But when you get your feelings out, but you can be anything I you want to be, but which was so which was good for me to get my feelings like to be explain to myself, how I feel, and my parents can help, too.
0: Did you feel like you got an opportunity to do that through the Miss Amazing program? You got to share your message with people not only in Idaho, but Mm -hmm. across the country?
1: Across the country? Yeah, maybe in California.
0: Tell me a little bit about your experience at the national level with the Miss Amazing program.
1: Oh, boy. It feels so good to be a national Miss Clean, though, but...
0: What did you do at the competition? What was that experience what like?
1: What do I do here? I get to interview for lots of good questions, and I do, and I did, and I did this talent, like I did um, this song that really touches Philip Phillips heart. I sung a song that was home. Just know that you are not alone, because the stage is always your home.
0: It's a beautiful message. How did you see Sarah grow through participating in the Miss Amazing
2: pageant? Um, you know, it was an extraordinary uh, time of our life. And I uh, coming into this, I think we started, what, three and a half years ago, maybe four years ago. Sarah came to me um, one day and she's like, Mom, I need you to sign me up for the Miss Amazing pageant. And honestly, at that time, she had just moved out and she was living in a new living uh, in a home uh that she was renting with a roommate and her roommate turned her onto it and I'm like oh my gosh one more thing you know I need a break <laughs> like a lot of us as parents you know you get to that point you just want you just want time to yourself yeah, you can't and I was do everything really, yeah and I was really feeling that and I was like oh my gosh so I kept saying okay I'll sign you up but I didn't sign her up so she comes over on Sundays and the next Sunday she come over and say, mom did you sign me up I'm like, no, but I will. And so this went on for a while. And finally, the very last day, she's like, Mom, you have to sign me up for this. And I'm like, okay. And it included the, uh, I had to go on the internet and uh, do all that. And I'm not great at that. Uh, And finally, I figured it out. We got it all done, submitted a picture, blah, blah, blah. And that was her first experience. And honestly, it was life changing. Uh, She didn't win that year. The next year, she won the state and went on to win nationals. But, you know, I think we all set limits on ourselves, and me being one of them. And I, you know, I just had a certain I was into a a definite pattern of living and and this just kind of opened up the door for her and us as parents. And when she was on that national stage, it was not the first time, I mean, because she's had her shining moments throughout her entire life. And, um, but when she was there, it it just struck us that, wow, this young lady really has, she's a really, she's so special and she's so unique and she does really touch so many people's hearts and minds and she's really changing people's perceptions of, um, you know, what having a disability doesn't mean. You know, and uh, the young girls that were there at this competition just like h- hovered around or constantly in the parents and they just kept coming up and saying, what are you guys doing? And um, and I realized at that time that, you know, uh, we needed to take this and, and run with it because she did have this, like she says, power inside of her. Um, so she inspired us to uh, go forward with the message of... Um, You know, just put yourself out there. Um, Inclusion, advocacy uh, for people with disabilities can do really anything. And she's always, you know, been behind that. And so uh, that's why I'm here. You know, just need to be there to support it.
0: You know, one thing that you mentioned, Lisa, is that Sarah lives on her own. What was that transition like? Because that's scary for any parent to
2: let their kid go out on their own. Um, you know, I, uh, gosh, probably at a very young age in her life, I had to wrap my brain around, you know, she has to move out on her own. It's like, it was just a message I just felt so strongly about because frankly, you know, her dad and I aren't going to be around forever and she just needs to learn how to be independent and an adult. And it's just no matter how painful that is, it's just, to me, it was just like, she has to learn these skills. You know, she had two brothers, they were moving out and why shouldn't she be able to move out? So more than 10 years ago, um, she was like 23 years old. I had, you know, I had wonderful teachers that were supportive and a lot of, I was part of a lot of parent organizations and we talked about this a lot. And I remember driving around our end of town, just looking at possible places that she could live and still walk to work she at that time was working and still is working at starbucks and at the high school and i'm like okay this this little neighborhood would work because she could walk to work and um so i you know i just had to visualize it but that took like a year two years of just envisioning it and so then when it finally happened you know we set up we had support people that uh, supported her um, and she moved out and I, it was frankly really scary, but it was really nerve wracking as a parent when, you know, our boys went off to college for the first time. It was very similar. Um, yeah, I think, you know, it,
0: it, with my son Boston that's on the autism spectrum and then I have a daughter, so many times I have to tell myself. Okay, I don't know what his future looks like, but I don't know what her future looks like either. And sometimes right. it's easy to get caught up in just because of stereotypes and what you see. Well, I'm I'm scared about their future because I see this and this and this. Right. put out there, but you really don't know with any child.
2: No, and I just I mean, I have been a big believer from the time that she's born is you know what, she is capable. You know, I didn't set I didn't purposely we did not put limits on her ever ever i just i just i just kept putting her into and including her in in as many activities and public school and i remember um you know when she was a year and a half old she, she was in a program to work on communications because we did everything but uh preschool came up and she qualified for um you know special programming through the public schools and i'm like okay she I guess we, we got to do that. So she did that. But I also was crazy enough and I put her in and just, quote, an a, a normal preschool setting. Yes. And I remember yes. going to the preschool teacher and saying, it's going to be great. You're going to love her, you know, um, and just convincing them that she can do this. And so she t- was in two preschool programs. And then uh, so I was always a believer that um, just, you know, she needs to be included just like everybody else. Absolutely. And her skills grew and everybody just. Just got to know Sarah and it became less and less of a scary thing for them and for me.
0: Mm -hmm. And I definitely believe that with anyone, if we limit ourselves and say, I can't do that or I'm going to not participate in this because I have told myself I can't do it. Well, then you can't. But if you tell yourself, OK, I'm going to go into this program just like everybody else, even even an adult, you know, if if we sign up for a half marathon or whatever, if you sign up and you show up and tell yourself you can do it, you can do it. But if you limit yourself right from the very beginning and you never take those steps or you never put your kid into that normal program, mm-hmm. then you've set that
2: limit. You, yeah, there's no you're, way you're never going to get to experience. There's it. no chance. And I think another thing too, that we all, at least I do myself, I can relate to myself is I think, okay, um, I'm afraid to do that because I can't do it at that level. Yes. Or I might not yep. be good enough or mm-hmm. whatever. Even for our children, I think we put limits on our children. Like, because we're scared to see them fail. Yeah, you or, know. or, you know, we can't put them in that sport because they just aren't good enough at that or they don't want that. And you know what? Honestly, um, I've just learned to let that go. Why can't they be a part of something yes. that they've always wanted to do even if it's at what they consider... Um, you know, at a level that they are competent at, or mm-hmm. you know, and who cares? You know, maybe they're not going to be the best singer or the best, and that's okay. You don't always have to win. Player or you whatever. don't always have
0: to be the best. It's totally right. okay. So, Why was it important for her to get into the workforce, Lisa? Why was it important to you?
2: Because, um, you know. Uh, as any adult, it's important to get out there and be included and, and uh, work, build self-confidence. And it ga- it really honestly has given Sarah uh, so much meaning in her life because it's given her a reason to go to bed at night and get up every single morning. Um, it's given her responsibility. It's made her independent. Um, it gives her a paycheck every week, which who doesn't like that? Yeah, I kind of <laughs> need money definitely um, for independence. So, I it's just so critical uh, for us to encourage our um, you know, people in our lives that have disabilities to get out there and work. I just it it can be it it's can be complicated sometimes cuz there's a lot of programs and that you have to deal with, but it's so important and so worth it. And you know what? She has a right to be included in the workforce. So,
0: Yes, and to feel all of that, you know, that need to get up in the morning, that reward of getting a paycheck, all of those things that come along with work, I mean, they're, they're blessings to everybody, and they should be blessings to her as well. Yes,
2: for sure.
1: Yeah. Just, just be the way you are, and just like everybody else, and as for people all over the world, be happy.
0: Yeah, I love that. Where do you work, Sarah?
1: I work at Starbucks on Apple Street, and it's a good place for me to work at Starbucks, too. And
2: what other job do you work at?
1: And my other job is I'm a head chef. I cook at Timberline High School.
2: Wow. And you do I, more than cook. What's your other job? What else do you do there?
1: Well, and I also volunteer just staying in touch with their lives at the Adelaide Folks' Home at the Shaw Mountain, and I... Um, Every Fridays, I do their bingo calling.
0: Wow. I bet you're the best bingo caller in the whole world. <laughs> oh,
1: boy. I'm the, actually, I am the best bingo caller there is.
0: What do you like about work, Sarah?
1: What I like about work is just being there. Like, being there and be the part as a good team. And like I always say... It's just so, so nice to be out working a lot, meet new people, and my favorite people in the whole world is my parents, Katrine McGregor, my manager. She's awesome.
2: What do you like about Starbucks? Do you like the customers?
1: Oh, yeah. My customers are very, very nice, sweet, well-natured, and whenever I work hard, I, I, I will always be there but because I clean for them as a, um, as a barista.
0: Very cool. Sarah, you did a little name-dropping there. You said, my manager, Katrine McGregor. So mm-hmm. you do some acting as well these days. Tell oh, us yes. a little bit about your acting.
1: Oh, acting. Okay, acting is such a great experience for me. So ever since I met Katrine McGregor... I I reversed um, this, this scene of my one of my favorite movies, Frozen, mm-hmm. the one I love so much.
2: Is that when you auditioned? Yeah, for... and that's
1: the way I auditioned, and I sung this song, which was totally awesome. Josh Gad, man, that guy is awesome.
0: <laughs> so you did a little singing in your auditioning. Mm-hmm. And have you gotten any roles yet? Have you
1: played any parts? Okay. Actually, I did went out to Salt Lake City, and uh, I did um, one of the extras there, and it's so cool, like, just be out there. What
2: show did you do?
1: Which show I did? Yeah, what was the name of it? I'm going to be on Netflix for the the High School Musical 4. Wow. My favorite movie of all time. That is
0: big time. One of your favorite movies, and then you ended up... Being on set of that same series. That's very cool. You know, you're living on your own. You're working. You're an actress. You've won a national title in a pageant. I I don't know what more a parent could ask for. You know, when in those early days when you get a diagnosis, it's scary and you don't know.
2: Yeah, and I don't want to discount that. I mean, it is scary um, that you do go through a gamut of emotions and all that. But I still think that you know, I mean, I just looked at her and she was beautiful and she was my daughter and I was thrilled that, mm-hmm. you know, I had a son and now I have a, this beautiful daughter and, right. and, you know, I just, we just took it day by day and, um, you know, we just lived our life. And, you know, I remember in the hospital, I had, uh, a, a couple we had a couple come in, and they're from the Down Syndrome Association back in those days, which is rare and they came and visit us, and they just looked at Sarah and they said, "We want to say you know congratulations mm-hmm. uh, she's you have a beautiful daughter, and it brings tears to my eyes because honestly it, i that is what I would say to any other parent that you know gave birth to a child with Down syndrome. Congratulations first of all." you know, uh, you have a beautiful son or daughter mm-hmm. and, and that meant more to me than anything. Cause I think at that time I'm like, you're right. This is my child, my beautiful daughter. And, yeah. and I'm excited about it.
0: Absolutely. So.
2: Uh, my friend,
0: Amy, who was a guest on this show a few weeks back, she said she has a daughter that has a, a disorder called tuberous sclerosis complex. And Um, I asked her, what would you say to another parent that has a child with a disability? And she said, without skipping a beat, I would say, you're so lucky. And I think that really, unless you you have a child that has a disability, you don't completely get that. But it can bring tremendous blessings into your life. What are some of the blessings that you've seen? Both of you.
2: Um, You know, for me, Sarah has really changed my life for the good. I'm a better person. I know I'm a better person. I've just been surrounded by uh you know, people we have supported each other. Um I I see I see people so differently now. Um whereas I know before maybe I would have been more you know, seclusive, or what's the word I want to use. Um, not inclusive, you know, but now I, I just see everybody the same. I really do. And that's how it should be. Um, so that's a blessing. Um, I'm way less judgmental. Um, you know, Sarah, every day, she's just such a, she really just, she just brings out the good in me. And Mm -hmm. she's always saying, Oh, you look so good. You're good, mom. You know? And it's like, who doesn't need that every day?
0: And she's got such great confidence in herself. She yeah. knows that she's beautiful. She knows that she's capable,
2: right? And I, I just look at how she lives her life, and I'm like, I need to work on, you know, my life to be a little more positive and look at the good. And so it's, mm-hmm. it's you know been a very uplifting and.
1: Well, you know what, mom, I feel I th- blessed. Well, you know what, mom, I think there's a lot of confidence in you. But the one thing that you should know about just having courage inside right. your heart. Yes. You're
2: right. You're very right, Sarah. You're so right about just that.
1: Like just like Glinda had always said, life is your home.
0: Who is Linda? Glinda. Glinda oh, oh, Glinda the good, the good Witch. Yes. Yes. Very inspirational. How would you say that Down syndrome has blessed your life, Sarah? Um
1: it truly blessed. Through my, through my life. And but I can tell you one thing that's having a disability like that, that I wear glasses.
2: You wear glasses. Does yeah. that bug you or
0: are you okay with that?
1: I'm okay with it.
0: You look great in them.
1: Well, thank
2: you. I think, you know, <laughs> I think this is an interesting um, thing too is when we met Katrine and we started talking about, you know, writing a book and I'm like, you know, I, I, I mean, I've never really – sat down and had conversations with Sarah about her quote disability and her having down syndrome because we just didn't focus on it. Right. uh, Good or bad. But I asked her, I said, so we were driving to meet with, um, with Katrina and Madeline. And, um, so I said, so Sarah, you know, you know, you have down syndrome. She goes, I know. And I go, well, well do you feel like you have a disability or what is your disability? And she goes, uh, Um, She goes, well, I I wear glasses and she goes, and I know I have Down syndrome, but that's just who I am. Right. And so she's never, you know, singled that out in herself. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, if you would ask her now, she may have a different answer because she's become way more aware of her disability because of everything we've been through. So she is more open to say, yeah, sometimes she's frustrated or she doesn't like this or that, which is a good thing, you know, Mm -hmm. but she's never I mean, that is just down syndrome is just a label, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned. Right.
0: She's an individual. She's a person. She's a person
2: with a that just happened to be born with Down syndrome. Right. It's one little piece of her. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yep, And as for me. I'm going to have to tell you this. There is a song that inside my heart, do I make you proud? And, and, um, I just wanted to proud everybody else.
0: You make so many people proud, Sarah, and you make so many people just feel like they can do anything and make mm-hmm. people want to be positive. And you're, you're a light. The second someone meets you, you just but, brighten yeah. people's days. And, um,
1: Because I just love coming out out of my shell and just go out there and do it. Because the one thing that I should believe is having a a good life.
0: Yeah. And that's a choice, huh? Every single day. Every single day. Thank you so much for talking to us about inclusion and just showing us that we're all capable, no matter what gets thrown our way, no matter what label gets put on us, that we are capable people and that we can do great things. Sarah, you're all over social media and you show fantastic stuff on there. Great messages. Where can people find you on social media?
1: And also, can I spread the whole message to um, everybody else and even with the whole world?
2: Absolutely. And what is your... What's um, your message?
1: My message is for everybody in in all over the world, let your heart desire what you want and be what you are. And no matter what you do, help will always come for you. It's
2: a beautiful message. Yeah, I think if you want to follow Sarah... It's um Instagram is Sarah C is Inspired. Sarah C Patterson Inspired.
0: Sarah C. Patterson Inspired. Yeah. You're on Instagram, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Are you on YouTube? Yep.
2: She's got she's got a few things on YouTube, but I yeah, I think you could just follow her on her Instagram and and Facebook. Sarah C mm-hmm. Patterson. With an H, S-A-R-A-H. With an H. With an H, yes. very important. Well, thank you
0: so much for joining us, Lisa and Sarah. And
2: well, Thank
1: you.
0: You are so inspiring, and I just really appreciate you coming in today. Thank you for joining this edition of Not The Way I Planned. If you liked what you heard, you can find more at notthewayiplanned.com, as well as Not The Way I Planned on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.